0: I'm not really into the whole new year, new you thing, because it doesn't really account for all the work that's required to become an elevated version of yourself. But I am behind making a shift from stressed out and spread thin and hurried business owner and parent into the leader you're called to be. It's actually the mission behind our company and our podcast. And that does come with work. So today's episode is all about how to shift fully into leadership this year, how to choose to lead. And what does that look like? What can you expect to feel in that process and experience the positive shift when you do it? You are running your business. You are running your family. You're managing your business, managing your family. Not any longer. It's time to lead. This is your year to lead, to step into it, to choose it, because it has to be a choice and to understand what's required of you to make it happen. No more operating in the day to day or even quarter to quarter. No more spinning your wheels or constantly feeling behind or wondering what you need to do to move the dial. No more feeling disconnected from your work or your family. We are done running our businesses and running our families. It is time to lead. So if you're ready to step into your next level to feel aligned and connected to know you're in the right place working towards the right things this one is for you pull up a seat to the table you are listening to the luminary leadership podcast where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters After working with countless entrepreneurs, I've noticed a theme. No matter the level of success achieved, they get to this place where they're asking, now what? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact. You want to do work that means something and you want to be known for it too. Somewhere along the way, it wasn't just about growing a business anymore. It became time to build your legacy. Plus, building the dream at the expense of everything else that matters, family, freedom, joy, is no dream at all. The Luminary Leadership Podcast is where industry leaders come to break through to their next level of achievement, purpose, and impact. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and I'm here to raise up this generation of leaders, us, so we can do our part in raising up the next generation of little luminaries. Get ready as we break down all things entrepreneurial leadership in a way that isn't being talked about. We both know you don't just need another strategy. It's time for your breakthrough. We are kicking off this new year and our new season with an opportunity that's so exciting for our listeners, all of you. Okay, so from January 3rd through January 13th, 10 days only, you can enter into a drawing to have a 30-minute Zoom with me. Now, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I've completely dissolved my one-on-one coaching. So I get messages all the time from you guys about how you can get on a call, and it just doesn't exist. The only ways to work together are through my mastermind. And the only one-on-one capacity I have is through my high-level intensive where you come out to the farm. So our team was brainstorming and we were thinking, what's something really cool we could do going into the new year that people would be excited about? And what I will do in those 30 minutes is we will have a breakthrough call. So if you're feeling stuck in your business, if you're feeling like you need more clarity or you need to figure out what that next offering is, or you're getting hung up on your ideal customer or breaking through to your next level and what your goals and vision should be, that's what those 30 minutes are for. This is not just a fluff call. This is not just a chance for us to chat. This is not just some you know, mushy conversation that gives the illusion that we're talking about business, but you come out of it with nothing. This is super actionable. And it's one of my favorite ways to help people by connecting and talking to them one-on-one. So if you're ready to make some massive growth in your business in a quick time frame, this is your chance. All you have to do is go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating, and a review of the show, and then take a screenshot and email it to podcast at luminaryleadershipco.com. That's it. So easy to be entered to win this call so that we can help you break through into your next level right at the start of the new year. And if you've already reviewed season one and two, but you are interested in this opportunity, first of all, thank you. Your reviews mean so much to me. We appreciate you, and we want you to have a chance to have this giveaway too so just share this episode on your social channels and tag me on instagram at Hartke, and you too will be entered into the giveaway please take advantage of this i don't do anything like this anymore but when i did it was over a thousand dollars of value so i am so excited to offer this to one lucky winner you can find all the details of this giveaway including when the drawing will be in the show notes okay on to the show If you're looking for a New Year's resolution, you've come to the wrong place. This is not the episode for you. Life doesn't happen in one year stints. It is this fluid, ongoing, visionary experience, and all the things you've wanted to feel through those resolutions that didn't really move the dial will come through with what we're talking about today. This is how you feel the things that you're aiming at. This is how you become the person you're called to be, and you find that you're in your sweet spot of life, both in business and in the four walls of your own home with your family. This is where it's at. We are shifting from running to leading. Why people run their businesses but expect to feel calm and peace and purposeful is beyond me. Or running their families expecting connection and harmony. You guys, Run, running, it's fast and it's tiresome and strenuous and words actually do matter. So this is the year where you trade in your running sneaks because you're not running any longer, you are leading. It is a conscious choice that you are making today to shift how you're doing everything. And I'm gonna talk to you about what that looks like. I'll give you the short list of the other things that you'll also be trading in, aside from just your running sneaks, in both your business and at home, that are gonna take you from stressed and feeling spread thin and uncertain into confident and clear and producing the results you want to see. So here are the things we're walking through today. You're trading in working without a long-term plan and vision, trading in not having a true north, trading in to-do lists, trading in the wrong yeses, trading in having a team without a leader, and trading in the lack of courage, and I will walk you through what I mean by each of those things and what you can actually do to start to see and feel that shift. Leadership is a funny beast, right? Because I think the word leader gets thrown around a little too uh, freely in today's society, and it doesn't actually honor what a leader actually is. So this episode is really dedicated to pulling back the veil on what it means to be a leader and reminding everyone listening that it is such a powerful move to make in your business and in your life, but it's also a very strategic one that requires intention and purpose and focus and the right choices. This is not just, I read a book on leadership and now I'm a leader. Or I've stopped doing this one thing and now I'm a leader. Or I hired a team and now I'm a leader. Or I have kids so I'm leading them. Leading is a very active word and it comes with a list of specific things that would embody leadership, not just being at the helm. Positional leadership doesn't make you a leader. There are so many parallels between the efforts we put in and the results we see in our business and in our families. So today's episode is really bringing those two worlds together and helping you see that when you make the choice to lead, you're going to make the choice to lead in all things you do. How often do you feel like you go into something, whether it be something personal or something business related, either with the best of intentions and then all hell breaks loose, or you just feel like you're spinning your wheels? One of the root causes of that stress symptom is doing what you're doing without a long term plan and vision for both you and your people, i.e., your team and your family. Those are your people. I'm not talking about a list of things to get done or a list of goals, but an actual, beautiful, comprehensive vision for where you're going and why. And a roadmap to start the journey there. And I say a a roadmap to start the journey there because that roadmap will change in real time as you go. Does your team show up for your mission? Do they feel as passionate about it as you do, about the work that they're doing? Do they know why they're working hard with you to help you all get there? Or are they just logging hours and getting things done? If the answer is the latter, it's because they don't know how their role contributes to where you're going as an organization. And they don't even know what that future vision looks like. And the same can apply within your family. Sometimes we get on autopilot and we are going through the motions and doing the things that we have to do or are supposed to do, but we lose sight of why we're doing them. And those things tend to pile on, but never be... They don't get taken off intentionally. So life gets busier and busier and busier and crazier and more demanding and more pressure. And when we don't have a vision of what we're working towards within our organization or within our family, that's where we usually end up in that autopilot zone where nothing really feels all that fulfilling and purposeful that we're doing. It just feels automatic and we lose the joy in the process. So that's where I want you to start. Are you as the leader within the four walls of your own home or within your business clear and confident in the vision of the company or the family as small and mighty as that company and or family might be? It doesn't come with some sweeping resolution. We're finally doing blah, blah, blah. No, it comes with some vision. And this goes for you too, if you're a solo show, like even if you don't have the team yet, this applies. Because guess what? You have to be clear in that vision to be able to attract the right team in and then lead them. So if you can do this before you have a team, it's even better. In terms of business, if you have that feeling of hopping around from one project to project or launch to launch or client to client, that's because there's no vision or plan to get out of that. It doesn't just change with time. You don't just get more clients and have more successful launches because time is passing and you're doing it over and over. There's so much uh, intention and strategy that goes into having this future vision, to be a future thinker, to be a visionary, not to just be in the here and now and in the weeds of life and business, but to be propelling yourself up out of that and working on the business and not always being in the business and actually leading it forward to something brighter and better. You might be operating that way now, but you have every possibility as a leader to pull yourself and what you're building out of that feast or famine, just keep swimming kind of structure that you're stuck in. And the most powerful way and a heavy hit to do this is with a visionary retreat, and you can modify it to fit what's possible for you in this season. So if you haven't listened to episode 32 yet, I break down exactly how I do that visionary experience so that you can start to see into that crystal ball and that future of what you're building and what you're creating and why, and then you can bring that to your people. And it creates such powerful inertia behind your mission and behind you and what you're doing that you finally start to feel that momentum that you've been craving instead of feeling like you're slogging through just waiting for something to stick. You can also do it in a a day or a weekend or it's something that you can check back in on with regularity if you can't take multiple days to do this in specific. And it's something that can and should include your family for that portion of the vision. So if your family's not entrenched in your business or your spouse or whatever it might be, you can do this visionary exercise as a family. Where are we going as a family? What are goals that we have? What's this vision that we have for our future? What's happening now? that we don't like, that we want to feel and be different. But we keep doing the same things to keep us in this. I think that's one of the key pieces in the family piece of it, is life becomes pretty busy, especially when you have kids. And then their lives become complicated and busy. And everything just piles on. And you have all these ideas of the ways you want to live or you want to experience life. But the actions you're taking in the granular of the day-to-day don't lend to that in fact they detract from it they take you in the opposite direction of what you say you want if you want more peace as a family and more calm but you're signing your kids up for more and more activities how does that align If you want more time with your family and more presence with your family and you want dinners around the table, but you work up until it's dinner time and you don't have any time to prep a healthy meal and and make it an experience, how does that align? So you have to stop envisioning things without then building in the strategy to make it come to life. And a lot of that means stripping away the habits, the activities, and the things that are holding you back from living that vision. When you look back on your last year, think about how you went into it with that fire that we all go into a new year with, right? Where did things start to fall off though? Why didn't this become the year you did the thing or accomplished whatever or started to feel like whatever you wanna feel like? What was it that stood in the way of that? Or where did things start to break down? Was it an actual vision or dream? Or was it a resolution with no real plan to execute? Leaders are very future thinking, but their feet are also very firmly planted in reality too, a good leader. They look ahead and they always have eyes on that vision because that's what they're aiming at. However, they can see where the gaps are in getting there. They don't just come up with this beautiful vision and then get to work. They want to make sure that they're doing the right work, that they're doing the right things, that they're eliminating the wrong things, and they're working their way there. They aren't just dreaming and hoping. They're looking at what they will need to ensure that dream comes true. What is missing? What are the potential roadblocks they might face or the appropriate timelines to to work towards that vision? What are the needed resources or the support or the changes that are going to have to be made in order to make this a reality? So as you craft that vision, be the leader of it too. Don't be just the visionary, be the visionary leader. There's a difference. There's a couple in my incubator. It's my high-level business mastermind. It's a married couple. They run their business together and I adore them. And they have a thriving business. And they've been though for years now in the thick of being on the hamster wheel. Things were just going, but they were always going. And they set goals, and they operated by the quarter, and they worked really hard, and they saw growth, but there was no sign of getting out of that way of living. So they started to craft this vision for how they wanted to live and how they wanted to feel. And one of the primary things they saw in their lives was that there was so much hurry. So one of the most powerful and grounding pieces of that vision for them was less hurry, like just this level of calm in their lives. But the problem is that a lot of us just say that, like, okay, going into 2022, this is not going to be the year where I'm hustling, okay? We're getting rid of the hurry. What does that mean? What does that look like? How do you plan for that? What resources do you need? What needs to be eliminated? A leader's gonna look at all those things and ensure that they're checking those boxes and learning how to work towards that thing they want. If it was as easy as just saying it, we'd all be living the dream. Without leadership, that for this couple would have basically just been another resolution that gets washed away after the first few months of the year. I hope that you guys watch The Office because I don't know if I can maintain a relationship With my listeners who don't, but for those that do, there's an episode where Michael Scott, the lead character, I shouldn't even have to explain that because, oh my God, I hope you watch The Office, where he gets into some financial trouble and someone tells him like, oh, you should declare bankruptcy because it'll wash away all your problems. And he walks into The Office and he just says, attention, everyone, I declare bankruptcy. And he literally thought that when the person said, like, you should declare bankruptcy, that he just had to say it aloud and it would happen. So let's not pull a Michael Scott when it comes to your vision. I declare less hurry and then just like wait for it to happen to you. With leadership, it's gonna look like for this couple, let's use that example. Them mapping out what is required to reach that vision in their business and in their family, looking at the things that are just not working or the things that are stripping the possibility of less hurry in their world currently, what needs to be addressed. So at that point, their offers in their business required them. They physically had to be present. So that was really eating up a lot of their time and they were rushing from client to client they were overcommitted to travel which was taking them away from family and making them feel like they had to hurry the kids off to the grandparents' house so that they could catch their flight and get to their client and they were taking on more and more clients so it was things were growing but at the expense of their time and their peace and their calm so they started to shift the way they were scaling their business and growing their business. They started to pay attention. Okay, we need to build some scalable offers. So we worked on that with them. They started to strip some travel off of their their schedule and they raised their prices. They were doing things to address the way things were to start that were not lending towards more calm and more peace in their family. On the family side of things, their kids were just running from one thing to another. They were in too many activities. They always felt rushed. It was like, okay, get your stuff. We got to get to school. And they didn't have a lot of time as a family. So I was so proud of them. They were at our retreat, and they literally just said, came up to Michael and I, and they're like, guys, we got to tell you some exciting news. We just talked, and we realized what needs to happen. The next step of what needs to happen to have less hurry, we're pulling the kids out of school, working homeschool we don't have the curriculum yet we don't but we know that this is a necessary step in pursuing this vision and we're going to figure it out so they were seeing those gaps and planning to fill them that is leadership okay so that's the first piece that's the longest piece and then we're going to get into the other ones i mentioned so we've addressed working without a long-term plan and vision the next piece is having a true north Stop operating without that true north. You need the guiding star. You need the set of standards and values you plan both as a business and as a family and as a human being to operate by. You can do the above that we just talked about, but without this piece, it is literally useless because you're just taking a shot in the dark. This becomes the foundation and the clarity creator for you as an entrepreneur leading in your business and a parent leading within your family. So as I say so often, please take advantage of the free resource that we put together. This is a workbook. You can do this within your business. You can do this within your family, with your family. LuminaryLeadershipCo.com forward slash TrueNorth. Go download that guide. It is one of the most powerful things we've created and the feedback that we've gotten from those that have done it and applied it the lightness and clarity and direction and knowing and shifts in both their business and at home, the peace that they're feeling has been off the charts. We have so much joy reading the emails from you guys of those who have gone to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash true north and actually downloaded it and done the exercise. So go do that. Because having that foundation, knowing with certainty who you are, what you stand for, what you stand against, how you want to live, this is what you juxtapose everything against. Everything, all the decisions you make. If you ever feel like you flounder in decision making, maybe with the kids or in your marriage or in your business, this is going to be the clarity creator for you. So go get that guide. All right, the next thing you're saying goodbye to is to-do lists. Leaders don't, good leaders, great leaders, they don't operate from a running list of crap that they have to get done. This will forever, forever, you could set your resolution today. I'm a leader and I am going to finally get out of the weeds of my business. And then you're gonna sit down at your desk, you're gonna have your mile-long to-do list that just keeps growing, and guess what? Every day for the next year, you will be in the weeds of your business. So you need to start thinking about, hey, what can be eliminated? What is on my list? Talk about autopilot. That's just been on there and it just has started squatting on my to-do list and it lives there now and I can't seem to get rid of it. That just can be eliminated. That's not going to actually move the needle in the grand scheme of things. Or it can just be, you know what? That's being taken off. If it's really important, it'll show back up in six months. So what can you just get rid of? It's been haunting you. And you're like, wait, is that going to drive the bottom line my business? Is that going to connect me more deeply with my kids? Is that going to make my marriage better? If the answer is no, get, get it off of there. Or at the very least, delegate it. Delegate it. If you've had on your on your to-do list to organize something in your kitchen, your pantry for the last like year, and it just keeps getting bumped. And would you please outsource that or just let it go and live with a messy pantry? It is taking up mental space in your brain, feeling like you need to get this thing done that really doesn't matter. But if it actually matters, pay somebody else to do it. Because your time has a dollar value that can be put towards something that brings in enough cash flow to cover that stupid organizing project. So instead of having a to-do list that just grows, do you notice that they grow? They grow a lot. They grow really fast and they take over every page of an entire year planner if you're not careful. My husband gave me this idea of having a done list. A done list. I was like, what the heck is a done list? And that doesn't sound like proper grammar. He's like, Liz, instead of having a to-do list of all this little crap that just takes up your time, you have a done list. And it's like two or three things in that day that you are going to get done, that need to get done. Instead of having 15 little things that just take up time and space. We obviously have tasks, right? There are things that just in running a business or having a family, we have little crap that just needs to be done at some point. Tasks are saved for a short amount of allotted time when you're not in your most creative and energized time of the day. So for me, twice a week, I set aside a 45-minute period at the end of the day when I'm just ready to be done. And I know that it's going to be only that 45 minutes because I have a set time where I totally check out of work and I go take over with the kids. So it can't turn into a two-hour time period that are for tasks. And that's when they get done. But they do not infiltrate my day. They do not infiltrate my zone of genius. They do not infiltrate my family time. And the same goes with leading this effort in the home. What can be stripped away? What can be delegated? And what can be handled as a team? Are you being a superhero and trying to take on everything? You have kids. They're competent. They likely can do some things, teach them some responsibility young, and let them feel a part of being a family. We say this all the time to our kids. We have three kids. God willing, someday we'll have more. And sometimes our kids get annoyed that they'll have to, you know, clear the dishes or something. And we say the same things over and over to our kids. Hey, are you a part of this family? These are things we do as a family to support and help the family, to help one another. We all want to go downstairs and do story time, but we can't go down and do story time until the kitchen's cleaned up. So why don't you contribute towards helping us complete this mission so that we can go do the thing we all want to do? Let them feel responsible and like they're helping you and the team move things forward. And sometimes, you know, we don't like having a messy counter or, you know, all this stuff piling up and, and things falling behind. But sometimes we're just in a season where that gets just pushed kind of low on the totem pole. And instead of torturing ourselves by having it forever on the whiteboard of crap we have to get done, we're like, you know what? We'll deal with that in January. Like, that's coming at another month. It's off. We're not dealing, we're not even thinking about it. Sometimes you just have to see what can be stripped away. Maybe it's too many activities. Maybe it's like my clients, that it was the school system. Your kids are gone from seven to four and then they go into practice and they get home just in time to stuff their face and do their homework and put them to bed and do it over. Maybe that just doesn't feel right for you anymore. Maybe it's not taking time to plan and prep your meals. Or maybe you don't have that thing to unify you as a team, like the whiteboard that we have or the calendar that my husband and I share, whatever it might be. You got to think through, how am I creating a forever, never-ending to-do list instead of the done list, the things that have to be done, and then eliminating, delegating, stripping away, or dealing with later the other things. Okay, next up, the wrong yeses. Good leaders don't get distracted or disillusioned by shiny things. Let me say that one more time because it's that important. Great leaders, they don't get distracted or disillusioned by shiny things, period. Yes, that speaking opportunity sounds amazing and they pay so well. Does it keep you in integrity with your true north, with your values? Does it further you towards the vision? Does it keep you out of the weeds of the business? Is it in alignment? Yes, launching that course might feel like the next logical step based on what other people are doing and where they're seeing successes, but is it the right thing for you? Is it a part of the vision? Does it move you closer to it? Or is it just another thing that you're doing because you're head down, autopilot, not paying attention? Sure, making travel plans with the family Sounds awesome. Does it keep you on track to your vision as a family this year? Does it honor the budgets that you've set as a family? Like you have to be able to talk about and think about the things you're saying yes to. Because when you say yes to something, you're also saying no to something. Is this a building block to the vision in business or at home? Or is it not? Is it taking a block away? Does this nurture your team and possibility? Does this choice support the marriage you want to have? Does this help you raise little luminaries of your own? You got to ask yourself these questions because it's so, especially as you start to find more success, there will be more opportunities. There will be more doors opening. It doesn't mean you should go through every single one of them. So you have to have that wisdom and discernment to be able to say, hey, is saying yes to this the right yes? Or is this a yes that's going to detract from what I really want? This is where a lot of people who are on the cusp of stepping into leadership really get tripped up. One of my good friends just got, I don't know what's going on with Instagram, but she got some opportunity to do some kind of making all these reels and getting paid like 30 grand a month or something for it. And she's like, wow, that's awesome. That would be great extra cash flow for us. I think we're going to do it. And then I asked her, well, what are the requirements? Like, what do you have to do? How does it work? And we started to go through that fine print. And it was so obvious that it was the wrong yes by a landslide. It felt like a right yes because one of the pieces of their vision is advancing themselves financially. But wouldn't when they looked at what they had to do to to get there, it was totally out of integrity with their true north. It was literally stripping away from the family vision that they had set aside. And even from a business perspective, they had an awesome roadmap built out for how they were going to scale and grow the business in the appropriate timeline. And this just felt like a shortcut they wanted to take. But ultimately, it was going to take away from the long-term plan that would carry them far beyond that year. It just wasn't the right thing. Want the secret of successful people who actually feel successful, like the ones that are actually happy and fulfilled and purposeful and clear, they say no a lot. They don't get sold on opportunities. They only allow in the opportunities that align. That's why that true north is so critical. How do you know what aligns until you have that foundation? And then otherwise, it's just this guess and check, which is a pretty frustrating life. And sometimes it's as simple as asking yourself why you would say yes to that thing. And Everything you do is a decision. I'm not just talking about the speaking opportunity or the book deal or the opportunity to mentor someone in specific. I'm talking about your decision to pick up your phone and and scroll social media for 10 minutes instead of doing something else. You said yes to that. And you wonder why you feel depleted or frustrated or you're comparing yourself. It's like We have to become hyper-conscious of even the granular decisions that we make to hit snooze on the alarm four times. Well, that will lead to a feeling of hurry. And if the goal is eliminating hurry, but you just put yourself up to the absolute limit of where you could be from a time perspective. So all these decisions are yeses. Which ones need a bold no? Okay, another elimination because you are choosing leadership this year you are leading this year is don't allow your team to be without a leader. Because when you look at your business and when you look at your family, are you leading them or are you managing them? And if you are managing them, who is leading them? Because someone is. Who is instilling the values, modeling leadership, planning for what's next, seeing the possibility, mapping out the plan to get there? If it's not you, who's doing it? They need a leader, and they need you to be that leader. They need you to step up and to draw that line in the sand that you will not live in this reactionary, distracted, waiting for it all to fall in place mode any longer. Management is keeping things status quo, being those bumper lanes, but leadership is always having sight on that vision. And infusing the passion and the purpose and the reason behind it into the people that you're leading. Helping them see the possibility. Helping them see something in themselves that they can't yet see and drawing that out of them and cultivating them. Developing their leadership through yours. So no more having a team of any kind without a leader. You are not a manager anymore. And there may have, this is a tough one for people to swallow, but there may have been times where you've been gifted that leader label when it wasn't true. Choose true leadership. Choose luminary leadership. It's next level, baby, I promise. Okay, so the final thing. We are eliminating a lack of courage. To make a vision come to life it requires a level of courage that few people are willing to have. And imagine the gift that you'd be giving your organization and your company and the people you serve or your children or your spouse or the people you love when you empower them to have courage to, to take the necessary risks to get to that vision, to pursue it with such a bold and empowered heart to have the tough conversations. Maybe there's an employee in your business that you love and you want to work with, but there's something going on and you've been having to have a conversation that you've been avoiding. That's managing, that's not leading. What if it's with your children or your spouse and you just don't wanna deal with the conflict and you don't wanna upset anybody, but there are those really hard but powerful moments you could have as a leader. And when you come from a place of love, when you lead with love, It can be an uncomfortable thing. It can be a painful thing, but it has purpose and it's in pursuit of what's next. It's in pursuit of that vision. Okay, so since you are choosing to lead, you now have the how or at least a place to start. Eliminating working without that long-term plan and vision, getting rid of being foundationless and really pouring into and doing that true north at luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash true north. Getting rid of the to-do lists in exchange for the done list. Letting go of the wrong yeses. Not leaving your team without a leader and eliminating that lack of courage and stepping fully into that bravery. If any of this spoke to you, I would humbly ask that you share it. Please share it. Help us get this message out in front of the business owners and entrepreneurs and parents that need to hear it, that would benefit from it. And the more that you do that, the more that we're able to, Get that message out to them, but also to bring on the incredible guests that you guys have been asking for and the resources that are going to support you. We have some incredible things coming this year. You're going to want to keep your eyes wide open because I cannot wait to make some upcoming announcements that are going to be really powerful for you and your family, hint, hint, and your business. But please share it. And if you haven't yet, follow that's the new word for subscribe these days in the podcast space follow us. And please leave a five-star review if this is something that spoke to you. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at elizhartke.com. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.